Welcome and thanks for joining the Let's Talk Digital Marketing Podcast. Join host Mike Sharp of Mike'sOnlineAcademy.com as he shares valuable insights and advice, helping you to become digitally inspired. That's here on the Let's Talk Digital Marketing Podcast. Right. Yeah, so uh, thank you for uh, coming along. And uh, this is the first presentation I've done for a while, actually. So uh, today, I wanted to talk about the marketing funnel, which is a really, really integral part of marketing, uh, because in some ways, talking about social media, SEO, websites it which is that is the 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 detail uh but the mark the funnel really is what you is integral to that particular um area so it's like a the tracks of a train uh the marketing funnel um if you do marketing online or on social media and it's not really uh following the principles of the marketing funnel then the results can be a bit haphazard and you won't really get the, the best results out of what you do. Mm. Uh, and I, I find it, it's a bit of a missing step with people as well, um, in the marketing funnel. I think uh, if you understand it, um, you'll understand your marketing a bit better and also you'll find you'll know what to do as well, What would, what's going to be the, the thing to do uh, for in, in a particular situation. Because uh, as you see here, um, there's three there's three basic steps of the sales funnel. So at the top, you have awareness, uh, which is self-explanatory. Uh, you've got to be aware of something before you, you buy it or you become involved with it. Um, well, an example could be in a, you know, a relationship, you know, um, your, your spouse or, you know, you had to become aware of your spouse before you actually uh, married them or became a partner. And then you have consideration, which is the uh, the middle of the funnel, which is where you'll consider something. You actually, you know, you're thinking that this might be a solution to my problem, or this is something that's going to be beneficial. You start to really think that this could, this could make a difference. And then decision where you actually go from just thinking about something to actually taking action and doing something. So in a relationship, it could be obviously asking, asking someone out, will you marry me? Or if, if it's a product, uh, you know, please buy the product, for example. Or another example could be in the politics. Um, decision could be like, vote, vote for me. I mean, politicians um, use this funnel all the time to uh, get people's get people's votes the vote is is a kind of a purchase so one one thing to to kind of understand also with the sales funnel is the difference between sales and marketing because they are they're two confused terms i find uh and even, and even i you know have been confused by it myself so i'm not um being uh judgmental but uh Basically, the, the the main difference between marketing and sales is marketing uh, 
is a way of attracting the leads to your business and getting them to where you want you want them to be. And then sales is all about converting those leads into uh, buying customers, paying customers. Uh, so marketing isn't necessarily about selling something straight away. Um, like we've come across this in networking. Um, in networking, it's not necessarily about, you know, we, we come to networking, we're selling something straight away. We're building awareness, uh, we're getting the potential leads. And then when we have one-to-ones with people, that then converts those leads possibly into sales by using uh, offers and different techniques or just by just making increasing trust in you as well. So what is a sales funnel, basically? Um, so it's basically the a, a customer journey. It's where the journey starts and where the, the journey ends, essentially. Um, that said, you could, it's probably infinite in some ways because you could create more funnels uh, once someone's purchased to purchase something else, etc., etc. So, um, but it's basically a journey and uh, the sales funnel is just a good way of visualizing that journey. So, yeah, so the first step, uh, as discussed, is awareness. So it's basically, as it says here, it's the, uh, it's the initial phase of the sales process where potential customers first become aware of a product or service. It's the point where a customer becomes a lead. So uh, before the awareness stage, it's even just becoming aware of you is is the top of the funnel, you know, that you you, you exist. Um, so that can be done through various marketing channels. I mean, a, you know, networking is a good way, social media, uh, email can be a good way too, uh, SEO, um, contact marketing, all, all pretty much forms of advertising. Uh, it's getting that initial awareness uh, of of you as a in in terms of business, uh, like you, you you exist basically. Um, that you might be some, you might have, you might have some value to the prospect, or they might be looking you know looking for something for a solution to a problem, and uh, you kind of like you're on the, become onto their radar. But you might might be something that can offer a solution, um, but it might be vague in someone's mind at this point. Um, also, it's worth mentioning that it does depend with businesses. It's quite different. Uh, all businesses, are the, the, the funnel can be quite qu quick or slow depending on the, the business. Just want to point that out as well, because obviously, with a when you, for example, a plumber. Um, the, the the sales funnel is pretty quick, you know. Someone looks on on Google, they've got an emergency, they want a they want a solution, they phone the plumber up, and then call the plumber, you know, uh, because they got a problem right there and then that they need solving. Uh, sometimes the problem can be more of a not so you know not so obvious problem that people have. They need to be made aware of it. Uh, they need to be made aware that a that that problem exists and b that you have a solution to that problem 
So you need to, you know, create a um, more awareness that you have the solution. Uh, but say different businesses have different uh, sales funnels. Some can be pretty quick and some can be pretty slow. Um, and obviously the, the more expensive your product, sometimes the the more important the funnel is and the more the longer it sometimes takes. Right, so next next part of the funnel is uh, what's called consideration, uh, which is basically just, th you know, people considering or thinking about your product. At that point, you're starting to, people are starting to kind of get a bit more interested and thinking, oh, this could be uh, what I need. Um, not ready to buy yet, but they, they're kind of like thinking, oh, yeah, this is, this sounds good. Um, uh, he sound, you know, he or she sounds pretty genuine. They sound pretty, you know, like they they know what they're talking about. And uh, I've definitely got this problem that, that needs solving. And so it says here, middle of the funnel consideration. So uh, it's a second uh, phase, obviously. Um, so as I said, the prospective customer has shown some interest in the product or service and is actively considering it as a potential solution to their needs or problems. So I think we've all all can relate to that, I guess. Maybe not really thought about we've, we've been in that situation, not consciously, but we, we can think of different scenarios where we've become more aware of a product or service, or could be political party, or it could be um, even a relationship where it follows this particular uh, path. Uh, and then you got the decision. Um, and obviously, a lot of the times where you're asking someone for a decision about something, um, it could be the fact that they haven't really gone through the first two steps of the funnel and they haven't really made, can't, can't really make a decision. And then you just, you know, you might discount that person at that point and go, oh, he's not, not interested. It might be just they haven't become, gone through the awareness and consideration stage first. Or if they're not ready, just send them back into the funnel again. But don't write them off though. Don't write them off because the thing about leads is that, that um, they can see, it, it can seem to be sometimes a waste of time, some leads, but I think every every lead has does have potential. They, they, they did, did show interest, did show interest. So it's if you work on them a bit more, with a sales funnel, then you're more likely to get more out of them. So bottom of the funnel, decision. So that's the decision stage. That's the pay, you know, pay up. Uh, it's where you put some, put some money on the table, uh, make some commitment of, of some sort. Um, and that, you know, they trust you at that point. They become a, a lot more receptive to what you're, you're talking about. Again, by using various methods, which I'll go on on uh, explain later. Decision. Uh, yes, this is worth. I want to mention this uh, in passing uh, about uh, attention spans, um, and probably a reason why the sales funnel is probably more relevant than ever is um, according to, to research uh, in America, uh, 
the average attention span of a person in 2000 was 12.5 seconds. Uh, the average attention span, uh, I should have put, sorry, that's a, you should say 2015. So the average attention span in 2015 is eight seconds. So it's reduced by four and a half seconds, uh, probably by uh, obviously the various um, media which has grown up since then. So the so a goldfish has a attention span of nine seconds. So now uh, a person's attention span is less than a goldfish. So you're going to have to obviously work hard on getting attention to to get those people to kind of consider you. Um, by whatever means necessary. I mean, uh, in the old days, it used to be like knocking, you know, if you go, well, you go to a market, people go, you know, they'd shout, you know, like, hey, me, you know, you know buy my stuff, buy these flowers, these, uh, you know, buy these um, these flowers, it's getting late, late in the day, buy these cakes, for example, uh, locking on doors, things like that in the old days. And now it's using social media, it's getting a, a clear message across um uh, it's you know it's it's being a bit of a squeaky wheel as well um maybe disrupting slightly as well people's attention without being annoying of course um now also another something else to keep in mind with um in the sales funnel uh, is that um number of touch points needed uh before a sale is made um I mean, the study by the Digital Marketing Institute says it was eight touch points to make a sale. I think it's more than that, to be honest, on average. Um, so, you know, if if, if um, one touch point rarely makes a sale, uh, you have to basically just keep repeating the message in various ways um, to get to the point where you can actually uh, make a sale. And obviously, the sales funnel can be used. Uh, as a way of uh, as as diff four different touch points, so whether it's by uh, you know creating content or creating uh, a video or a webinar, one to ones, etc., uh, it it's just a way of getting people to pay attention. Uh, if if people's attention span is so so small or so tiny now, uh, you're just going to have to um, you know just repeat the message and um, but but also make it more um you know, resonate more as well so tools for the top of the sales funnel so tools you can use to get people aware of your business and this is not uh exhaustive by any means uh but you've got uh, search engine optimization um obviously if you're near the top of the results of um the of google you're going to be in people's minds and people are going to be more aware of you uh social media uh that's a obvious one that's quite a hot one at the moment um you know if you're on social media if people are this is where people are these days i don't know anyone who reads a newspaper anymore to be honest um no, no? <laughs> yeah i don't know anyone i haven't read one for ages um I don't like the ink on my fingers that comes off. Not very, not very nice. Good for, good for, used to be good for chips, fish and chips. Um, pay per click advertising, which is uh, paid ads. 
So therefore, that's quite useful if um, you know you you haven't got a web your website. You know, might take a long time for it to become optimized for the search results. So it's a way of skipping the skipping the middle bit and just getting to the top of the, of Google's uh, search engine. Also, it can include Facebook ads as well. Uh, so people load people are on Facebook and Instagram. People say that Facebook and Instagram run its way out, but it's still got shed loads of users. So um, I wouldn't necessarily believe that yet. Another method, actually, an interesting one, is called inf influencer marketing, uh, where you can uh, ask someone who's got a large following on social media to give you a mention. Uh, and that actually doesn't have to be expensive. Um, some people, you know, you offer them money for, you know, offer them some money and they'll, they'll mention you or give you an endorsement. And it sometimes works out cheaper than using uh, paid ads. Uh, and also, it seems sometimes it comes across as more genuine as well because it's uh, they're promoting uh, some. It seems like anyway they're promoting something uh, because uh, they they genuinely want to promote it. I mean that might be the case. They might also like the product as well. So uh, that's an, a, one way or another way of um, of getting getting attention. Uh, for consideration, so people who are a bit more interested, a bit more kind of getting towards taking action. So you've got uh, retargeting and re remarketing ads. Uh, if you're not familiar with these, these are ads like when you go to a website and then but you don't purchase, you get followed around by an ad uh, asking you asking you to um, you know go back to the website or giving you a, a discount code or something like that um because it's easy when you think about people's behavior even like you know my own behavior i know that i sometimes go on a website and then get distracted and come off it and sometimes i need to be guided to go back onto the website to to, to finish off what I was doing um and businesses who do that i mean amazon are, are brilliant at these sort of things if you want to learn some good techniques for sales online uh, follow amazon what they do i mean they they they're the kings of remarketing and retargeting uh lead magnets um these are free things you can give away uh which give you you know you know give your potential customers some value uh so they can it, 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 the good thing about it it does increase trust in your in your business because it shows you know what you're talking about and also you can collect um, their email address, phone number, and you can then put them on your email list and then continue to market to them uh, to get them to the, to the buying stage. Uh, webinars, uh, which I've not never done myself. This, this is probably the closest thing I've done to it. Um, is, is basically, again, educational, uh, giving people content. Uh, it, also, it could be um you know a live event you know in a i think claire's talks about doing a doing talks at local club uh, uh cafes and uh, libraries and things like that that would also be part of this it doesn't have to be online it could be a live thing uh, also case studies and testimonials um this is really really important um in ads on social media um to get those testimonials out there. I mean, uh, 
I think the problem is, I mean, I being British, it's kind of, we don't feel like we should blow our own trumpet. But um, we have to get over that, I think, go forward into the, the you know, the, the future because um, it's going to be really important. It can also it can set you apart from other businesses too. And, it, you know, don't worry about it. I think reviews do have a bad reputation, but I think it's still better to have uh, reviews than, than not have reviews. Um, when, when I say bad reputation, I mean that sometimes you get mates giving reviews which aren't genuine, uh, but people still, if they see those five stars, they will feel more comfortable and more likely to convert. Um, and it's happened loads of times where people have uh, used me from from testimonials that they've seen um it's quite it's very very powerful very powerful to do so if, if so on your website uh, as soon as you can get the case studies and testimonials on there um if not on there already because it's vital um so tools for the bottom of the funnel uh so again the uh, retargeting and remarketing can be used you know uh, can send people discount codes uh someone went to a website and thought well you know oh i might i might buy this widget uh they get sent a, an ad says 10 percent off or 20 percent off you go oh, okay I'll, I'll buy it then if it's 20 percent off then the, they become a customer uh so discounts and promotions um to force people over you know get people over the line um and case studies and testimonials as well uh so uh again you know, you, you, this can make if you show people the successes that people have had with your product, uh, that in a in a one to one, uh, when you're you're selling something, that that can make that can really make a difference when um, when people make people part with their money and purchase a, a service. Um, I mean, discounts and promotions, uh, you don't have to do them. Um, it can be. The testimonials will do it. Uh, obviously, with discounts and promotions as well, you've got to be careful you don't kind of undersell yourself. Um, and it also depends on the type of, of business that you're in as well. Um, sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't quite fit with the discounts and promotions. But certainly case studies and testimonials, um, that, that works for any business. Okay, that's uh, covered that so far. There's probably loads I could probably talk about. But it's probably a bit too much for Tuesday morning at this time. <laughs> but if anyone's got any questions, uh, let me know, or, or we can answer them elsewhere. Thanks very much, Mike. That was very um, well. We went through an awful lot there, to be perfectly honest, uh, yes. and makes us realise the importance of not just doing individual actions, but keeping it within part of a whole structure um, and seeing, um, you know, having a process for going everything from generating a lead and taking it through to making the sale um, and, and keeping that uh, a control on that process. Anyone got anything to add to that at all? Or everyone's probably thinking, crikey, I'd there's like, so much on this yeah. <laughs> I'd like someone to do like a membership for marketing. You know, instead of having to pay like £700 to learn how to do um, 